Hello friends, it's Annabelle here. Now, a bit of a different episode this week. No Caroline, because she is ill. She is so ill. She's got Quincy. I might be saying it wrong. I don't know if it's Quincy or Quincy. It's one of those, but apparently, according to Google, it's it's basically like a souped up version of tonsillitis. Not to be confused, of course, with a murder mystery drama from the 1970s. Basically, her entire throat slash face has swollen up and the only thing she can eat, bless her, is mashed potato. Um, so this week we don't have a regular episode, but I do have a little bit of a story for you in a bit. But first, we thought that now might be a good time to tell you a little bit of good news. Uh, so a few weeks ago... We mentioned on socials that we had been nominated for an award at the Lovies. And if you don't know what the Lovies are, you might have heard of the Webbies. And the Lovies are the European sister of the Webbies. They basically celebrate the best of the European internet. Their words, not ours. And we were nominated for best podcast series. And we found out last week that we won silver. So technically, we are the second best podcast series on the internet. Or Well, the second best podcast series on the internet in Europe out of all the podcasts who entered. But we're basically getting a trophy and that's all that matters. So um, we've said a couple of times before that we were pretty nervous about launching this podcast. And even in launch week, we were umming and ahhing about it, whether we should pull it or whether we should go ahead. So we're absolutely buzzing to have won this award and just have so much support because it's absolutely 100% down to you for listening and for subscribing, reviewing and saying nice things and getting involved and sharing all your stories. Uh, we absolutely love doing this podcast and speaking to people from quite literally England to Antarctica and everything in between. It blows our minds. So thank you for being here with us. We just really wanted to say, you know, express our gratitude and say thank you. And thank you for sharing your disaster stories with us. Finding out that there are people out there just like us who, you know, set their jackets on fire at office Christmas parties and get shat on by cows on their first day at work, that kind of thing. It just... It's what gets us out of bed in the mornings, quite frankly. Uh, which brings me on to this. I did say a moment ago, I have a little story for you. And I just want to know, has this happened to anybody else? Because it, it can't just be me. So I was in a clothes shop at the weekend. Zara, if you're interested. Having a little browse with my cousin. And I was just kind of aimlessly wandering around. and wasn't looking for anything in particular and um, they have these big tables in Zara with piles and piles of clothes on. And I spotted something on one of these tables just kind of peeping out under a pile of jumpers. And it was this nice little handbag. It was like a really usable size, like big enough for your phone, your purse, a few bits and bobs, but nothing too big with a long strap. And I thought, you know what I could do with something like that? So I had a little closer look. And it looked quite swanky. It was black and it had got this kind of like big gold metal like emblem thing on the front. So I picked it up, had a little feel, had a little stroke of the fabric. And I thought, oh, that's got a really nice weight to it as well. That feels that feels quite luxurious, feels quite expensive. I wonder how much it is. So I started looking for a price tag and I couldn't see one. And then I thought, let me just have a little try of this. Let me see what it would look like on my shoulder. So I looked around for a mirror and um, there was one quite close by that there was already someone standing in it 
trying on a coat. And I just thought, oh, I wonder what, you know, if I could be the kind of woman that would use a handbag like this. So I kind of sidled up to the mirror, you know, that passive aggressive thing that you do when you think someone's taking too long and you just kind of stand there in the imaginary queue for the mirror. And the woman that was looking at herself trying on this coat, she kind of glanced at me and she looked a little bit alarmed. And I thought, oh my God, have I got something on my face? And she said, oh, excuse me, that's my bag. And I had, I had literally picked up this woman's handbag and was parading around this shop, imagining, you know, what it would be to live a life as the woman who owns this handbag. And needn't have imagined because she was standing right in front of me grasping at the strap as I handed this woman this poor woman back her own belongings complimenting her on her taste in accessories and then promptly backing away and this reminded me of a time when I was trying some shoes on in New Look and someone saw my shoes on the stool next to me picked one up held it up in front of their face for a good few seconds inspecting it and then put it back down again and walked away. And the whole entire time I said nothing, kind of giving this person the side eye as they looked at my shoe, imagining what am I going to do if they try it on and then take it to the till. But they didn't. And that annoyed me more I would have preferred them to try it on. At least give it a chance before you turn your nose up. So I wanted to know, has this ever happened to you? Because I cannot be the only person who this has happened to. And I can't be the only person who feels too awkward to say anything about it. So on last week's episode, we had Caroline hanging around a shop to get a date with the guy who owned it when she was a child at school doing her geography project. And now... I'm basically probably going to be banned from Zara for attempted robbery of this poor, unsuspecting, fashionable woman. So if you have your own story of disaster at the shops, do let us know because we'd love you to come on and share any story about anything, really. But I'm particularly interested to know if I am the only person as awkward as this out when I'm shopping. Now, hopefully Caroline will be well enough to come back next week And we will have a normal episode for you, the regular high quality, life affirming content that we all know you've come to rely on to get you through the week. Uh, In the meantime, the poor girl does need a bit of cheering up. So do get on Facebook, get on Instagram and send her a get well message. I know she'd appreciate it so much. And obviously, the funnier they are and the weirder they are, the faster she will recover. I mean, that's just it's It's basic science. We all know that. And also, because she can only eat mashed potato at the moment, based on this medicinal use of potato, I would be particularly interested to see her face superimposed onto a potato of your choice, perhaps a potato that you own, or a picture of badger from Bodger and Badger tucking into a bowl of potato. You know, the the usual stuff. And... um, It's also not lost on me, the hilarity of this, because if you're a diehard listener, you will know 
From Caroline's early days of dating her now husband, she tried to make him some homemade crisps and discovered she's actually allergic to raw potato and now she's overdosing on the stuff. So, I mean, the woman dices with death on a daily basis. She's so dangerous. So, yes, messages of support and well wishes for my sick co-host to speed up her recovery would be fantastic. And as always, do send us your stories if you fancy a chat with us on the podcast. And until next week, take care, enjoy your life. And we'll see you for the next episode of At Least You Didn't, when we'll hopefully be back at full capacity. Catch you later, potato. I don't regret that.